0: Pete Daly's show is about to start. Progressive liberals must be accompanied by an adult. The show starts now.
1: Don't you know nothing about the history of your country, the history of Thanksgiving, about the first turkey?
2: Yeah, they told it in school.
1: Yeah, well, I'll tell you the real story. When a Pilgrim Fathers... When they seen the first Thanksgiving coming up on the calendar, you know, they said, we ought to have something special to eat. So, they sent this guy, Miles Sandwich, out there, and he was the guy that brought back the turkey. Now, he first wanted a buffalo, see, but the buffaloes all went west. And then he would have went for a horse, but uh, a horse is too fast, he couldn't catch a horse. (laughs) <laughs> and then he would have picked some other boy, but then all the other boys they could fly. So he looked around him and he seen a turkey standing there. The turkey couldn't run, the Turkey couldn't fly. So he said, well, we'll eat this dumbbell. <laughs>
2: Grab
1: a hold of the turkey, strangle it, brung it home to the women, and they done the rest.
2: Did they stuff it with gizzards?
1: No, as I recall, I used uh, corn because corn let them know when the turkey was cooked. Wow. Well, see the corn uh, swells up, then it explodes, blows the rear end out of the boy. <laughs> oh
3: boy, I love it, Archie Bunker describing how we got the turkey for uh, Thanksgiving. It busts me up every time. Uh, welcome to the Kate Daly Show. Of course, today I've got, uh, it's Thanksgiving week, I've got Uncle Milty with me. How are
4: you? I'm good, thanks.
3: Good. And I also have the great Dr. Duke Pesta. Milty's great, too. See, I knew who's going to look at me. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I uh, I welcome both of you to the show. I am graced to have good men on this show with me, and I'm believe me, I'm grateful. Today's my uh, eight years in radio anniversary, and uh, and nothing pleases me more than to to have these two gentlemen join me every Monday and always a laugh and I get educated and I hope you get educated out there and me on this journey of 8 years I am so grateful for this and grateful to have these two guys join me welcome Dr Pesta
5: Thank you so much for having me happy Monday
3: Well thank you yes happy Monday and uh, of course get to the Dr Duke show Dr. Duke's show is a pretty and amazing show. If you have not, um, if you have not found Dr. Duke's show yet, it actually plays live on the Kate Daly Show Facebook page right after the show ends. And I'm, I'm telling you, I'm so, always so grateful uh, for the insight between the both of these guys. I absolutely love this hour. I look forward to it every week. And we have so much to talk about. We were just talking about Thanksgiving, and um, there was an article about about Thanksgiving food, and I thought this was so funny because it said people are tiring of Thanksgiving, and I'm a tradition girl. I love the tradition, so I'm in. But I know Milty's having duck. Um, are you one of these people that's tiring of Thanksgiving?
5: I, I'm not tiring of Thanksgiving. I'm certainly no, tired. No, 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 I'm, I'm sorry, the big, food. I've never been a yeah. big turkey fan. No. Yes. Yeah, I, I, I got to say that I'm no millennial. I just... Um, once a year, if I have a turkey, once a year, that's more than enough for me. And uh, this year, we're going to skip it. We're we're not doing the full turkey. We are going to do a little turkey breast. We'll do that. This is way we can give some. We'll we'll be able to give a lot to the dogs that way. But. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm just not a sweet potato really? fan. I don't like pumpkin pie. I've never been a stuffing guy. I mean, wow. just it just doesn't appeal to me. Yeah.
4: Oh my gosh, Uncle Well, Banzi? we will cook a turkey yeah. over the weekend probably because okay. you get a turkey free every year because you buy enough groceries. You know, you yeah. get a free turkey. Well, I didn't
3: luck out on that. But oh okay. yes.
4: Yeah. Anyway, okay. you'd get that. But uh, I like to make a stuffing. My stuffing is world famous. So <laughs> world I have to famous. do a cook. I have to cook a turkey to get <laughs> well, the stuffing. Well,
3: <laughs> I need that recipe, mm-hmm. world famous guy um, Alright, so there is so much going on right now Over the weekend, Frozen debuted uh, It's uh second one And if you're a parent or a grandparent of Littles I'm sure you know this movie backwards and forwards the first one anyway but the second one came out and it's really akin to what we're seeing in a trend right now in Hollywood and that is the wokeness um and, and also the 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 messages the female this is the this is the century for the female kind of message right
5: yeah, though the funny thing is, that this is broader in Hollywood. I, I think we're starting to see cracks in Hollywood. Not, ah. I'm not suggesting that the Hollywood leaders or the actors are changing their politics, but I think the American people are now just tuning out. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Frozen's going to do well. Frozen 2 will do well just because too many kids will demand oh, to yes. see it. Yes, yes. Of course, they will. The th- the thing that you said I think is right. I think America's getting and the world is really starting to be a little bit tired of this millennium of the woman thing. Mm-hmm. Um, how many movies over the last you know five months, six months have been made or the last couple of years where they they empower women at the expense of men. Right. I don't ever remember the great movies of the past empowering men at the expense of women. No. Men were empowered for a variety of reasons, but it was never stepping on the backs of women. And this weird idea that Hollywood now has, it's twofold. One, we've gotta go back and take all the last successful movie franchises for the last 30 years and go and erase the men Mm-hmm. And recast them as feminist vehicles, and they fail disastrously. That's that's project number one. Number two, when they do try to write uniquely female movies, they always tank too, because they're writing female movies for men. They're writing mm-hmm. the same things that made men, uh, the same kind of movies that featured men. They're now writing them and just replacing men with women. Like Oceans.
3: Than- Oceans is a good example. It was a yeah, man- yeah, It exactly. was a male cast. Yeah.
5: Exactly. And what you're doing is you're not writing. And this includes all the female directors out there. You're not writing and directing movies about women and and women's the the things that move women, the the things, the ways in which women have resiliency or bravery. You're not talking. That's because motherhood. Right. Uh Now is verboten. Childcare is now verboten. All of the. uh, traditional ways in which women express strength. And and by the way, you can't. And just because it's the 2021 doesn't mean that women have changed all of a sudden. Yeah, I went and saw guys I went and saw on Saturday night midway the 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 fantastic mm. war movie mm-hmm. it's as it's it's as male a movie as you're ever going to see it yep. is beautiful and it is profound and it is historically accurate and it is a remarkable movie regardless of who happens to be starring in it yeah. and, and then we think we think about ford versus ferrari right which is mm-hmm. a, like the number one uh, movie in the country right now mm-hmm. uh for all their talk men and women, blacks and whites, gays and straights, are going to see traditional movies. They're not really tuning in for a lot of these leftist rewirings.
4: Oh, I agree. and And it's causing a huge change in the industry. It, it is. really is. If you watch, for 2020, there's a bunch of remakes coming out. Oh, dear. Um, Death on the Nile, a remake of uh, Murder on the Orient Express. Mm-hmm. Dune, mm-hmm. Frank Herbert's classic sci-fi. Okay. Dune is going to be remade. I think Thor. writer. They've lost a lot of writers because uh-huh. of the fear of writing something that's not going to go over, and uh, so they're heading towards a lot of remakes because of that. And
3: you wonder why, if it's tanking, they keep doing it. Terminator just failed. Um, Charlie's Angels. Uh, they it was like a lesbian cast. I mean, yeah. we're, we're talking about the fact that people aren't are not going to these movies. Why do they keep? Why do they keep risking the dollar to do it?
5: Well, these well ask movies- it. Ask yourself why the Democrats keep going farther left when the country doesn't seem – even many Democrats don't want it. I mean, I think that they've painted themselves into a woke corner, right, that they're much more afraid of a handful of of liberal uh, media reviewers. Mm -hmm. They're they're terrified of a couple of feminist organizations. They're terrified of Southern Poverty Law Center, and I think they'd rather lose money. I think they would rather lose – go broke and lose money uh, than risk not writing something that is woke enough.
4: Yeah, no, I agree. But these remakes that are coming up Mm -hmm. for 2020... Are are sticking to the original plot. They're not changing it. Okay. They're not doing the gender change and all that. So they're trying to get back to doing the right thing. I think, and they're desperate. I think. It's funny
3: how they keep regurgitating stuff, though. Are we, can Dylan we not Ted. come up with it? <laughs> yeah. Can we not come up with anything else? I mean, are we that void of a plot? And I I noticed in Frozen, the guy um, the guy comes and rescues the girl, and they get married, and they're in love scenario. Is being kind of thrown to the wolves in favor of, I'm a girl and I don't need a man. That's an interesting. Yeah, one. that's right.
5: Yeah. yeah, that's right I mean, you think about it The fairy tale princess The fairy tale princes Of all the great Disney uh, movies Were incomplete until they found their women, right? Right There was something missing There was something lacking There was something sorrowful There was something gone And these men only became Prince Charmings When they found their Snow Whites mm-hmm. Now you're, you're, you're doing these sort of feminist revisions Of these fairy tales And actual happiness means isolation from men And this is what the left never realizes I see it in my university class this is something that the left never realizes. The vast majority of American women like men. I mean, it's a dirty little secret. They mm-hmm. like men, and they like men when they're strong, and they like men when they're forceful, and they like men who are sacrificial. They like men who are active, when action men. hero type men. When they're men. They like them. They like <laughs> them. I ask my university students every semester, raise your hand. If you want a guy, in spite in spite of your your uh, women's studies courses that you have to take, how many of you want a man who has softer hands than a man who has softer hands than you? How many of you want a man who cries quicker than you do? How many uh, do you want? How many of you want a man who wears more hair and face makeup <laughs> than you do? And nobody ever raises their hands. They don't. They they speak all the political correct gender studies language, but the kind of men they're looking for are not to be found on none of these pajama boys that are taking up college and universities now.
6: Mm-hmm.
4: There's, there's big changes coming, I think. If, Ivan Reitman made Ghostbusters. Right. Okay. It was a yeah. great movie. Sure. Guess who's making Ghostbusters 2020? His son, Jason. <laughs> How good is that going to
5: be? Yeah. Um, how about well, not? Well, he's doing it. He's do- he's doing it not out not out of an homage to the the first one. No, he's doing it. So, so that the, the stupid female version is not the, the last sour taste in everybody's mouth.
3: Oh, my gosh. You know what's interesting, too, is when reviewing Rotten Tomatoes, which is a very popular site to go and check out a movie, I look at audience score now and not critic scores because the critic scores are going to go along with this Holly weird nonsense. But the audience score usually will tell me a lot more. It's really shifted for me, and I wonder how many other people that shifted for, too.
5: Well, and I, I lost my faith in Rotten Tomatoes when they got rid of the. They refused to allow people to comment before the movie yeah. uh, had. They, right, they uh-huh. started. Right, they they started. They didn't like the fact that people who had seen reviews and people who had seen trailers were starting to criticize some of these woke movies even before they were out. So they eliminated mm-hmm. that feature. So even even Rotten Tomatoes, uh, you can tell that they're really embarrassed. I think in some respects by the audiences uh, yeah. who to defy the liberal critics.
3: Right, and as we watch. Walk- uh, the 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 classic Hollywood love story, um, uh, you know, movie for kids. We're seeing that narrative change. You don't need a man, and I hate that because these these girls need to understand that we're we're good together and we're better together. And making that work is 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 going to be the cream of the crop in their life. That's going to be the blessing in their life, um, not alone. And I was just reading an exposé a, a feminist wrote about all of my friends have mental health issues, and I thought, well, no wonder. No wonder, because they have a hard time in their lives trying to figure out happiness because they've excluded men. Uh, I'll be right back more with Dr. Duke Pesta, amazing Dr. Duke show, and, of course, Uncle Milty. When we come back, KateDallyRadio.com. Balance of Nature
2: changing the world one life at a time.
0: I am definitely enjoying and committed to the fruits and vegetable capsules.
1: You know, the secret
0: for this is there is no other place, no other source for getting all of those nutrients
1: from simple fruits and vegetables.
0: It's easy to take. I feel stronger and better, more energy, more completeness, less pain a little bit here and there, and just better. It's a very special product. There's nothing else on the market near it. And I'm just really glad that I have
2: it. Experience the balance of nature difference for yourself. Call or go online now and become a preferred customer, which gives you our best pricing and free shipping. And we will take an additional 35% off of your first order. This will be a limited time offer, so don't wait. Call 800-2468-751. That's 800 800- 2468751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code kate. Hey, this is Steve with Garage Doors Only. Did you know that each year over 10,000 people are hurt or injured attempting to repair their own garage door? At Garage Doors Only, our team of professionals can safely repair or replace your garage door or motor. Our business is family-owned and operated and we service all of Southern Utah and the Mesquite area. Don't be a statistic. Call the professionals at Garage Doors Only, 435-868-1200.
7: With just a few short treatments in our clinic, you can eliminate erectile dysfunction completely. Call in the next three minutes, and we'll give you the initial doctor's exam, assessment, and blood flow ultrasound totally free. That's a $300 value. Call now, 435-922-7000. That's 435-922-7000. If you have erectile dysfunction and you're sick of the pills, call Wasatch Medical Clinic right now for that free assessment. 435-922-7000.
0: We're here with Katie from Nielsen RV. Katie, it's time for the holidays.
6: Chris, you know what that means. You're going to have plenty of visitors around the house. I've got an idea. Get an RV from Nielsen RV so those holiday visitors have a nice, comfy place of their own.
0: Yeah, with Nielsen RV, you'll get the biggest selection and a great deal. And after the holidays, you and your family can use that new RV to make some awesome memories out camping.
6: That's Nielsen RV on State Street in Hurricane, off the Bluff Street exit under the giant American flag in St. George, or online at nielsenrv.com.
0: Need a dumpster? Empire Waste owned and placed the 1st porta potty in southern Utah in 1979. Empire Waste Services is a family-owned... And
4: operated company. They haven't forgotten who keeps their wheels turning. It's you, the citizens of this community. Building good relationships is key in business. That's why they provide the highest quality service you can find. Not
0: only do they have all the portable toilets you need for events, they have dumpsters, portable sinks, trash cans, recycle bins, and roll offs. Empire Waste has been keeping Southern Utah clean for 40 years. Keep it clean with Empire Waste.
2: You bought the vehicle with a five-star safety rating. It has front and side airbags. You never put your child in the front seat. It saved your life. But now that it needs repaired, can it do it again? By taking your car to Dealer Collision, you can rest assured it will. They are factory certified for most makes and models and iCar Gold Class certified, which means that your car is fixed right the first time so it can protect you and your family like it was meant to from the beginning. Dealer Collision, the right choice for your family. WMI Mutual Insurance Company has been insuring seniors and offering Medicare supplement policies for more than 30 years. They've earned a reputation for personal, courteous, and professional services, as well as accurate claim processing and affordable premiums. Trying to understand all the insurance programs being offered to you is exhausting. Make it simple and easy. Visit WMIMedigap.com or call 435-313-1787. This is a solicitation of insurance. My symptoms were swelling, tired all the time. Indigestion. A lot of muscle spasms, pain. Pretty severe arthritis. Not being able to
5: sleep, just being lethargic. Brain fog every day, aches and pains.
6: Now I'm great. I started getting better. I can think again. I have energy. I can play with my five-year-old. Yeah, I've lost about 60 pounds. Um, life was pretty awesome.
2: It was like a, a
0: complete turnaround. Call today for a free consultation. 855-55-RIVER. RedRiverHealthAndWellness.com. Chiropractic physician. Talk lines are open now. Call 888
1: 673 1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. If there's something strange in your neighborhood, who you gonna call? If there's something weird.
3: Well, I'm noticing something weird. <laughs> Hollywood is what it is. Uh, you know, I remember dressing up for Halloween as Ghostbusters. We actually all went as Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. It was a very popular movie when I was in high school. And what they're doing to, uh, what Hollyweird is doing to itself now has become a very interesting prospect because they're tanking themselves revenue-wise for a political message, just like these companies are doing it with products. Instead of just selling a product, they're doing it with the messaging, too. And we were just talking on the break- you know, there are some great movies right now that you don't want to miss in favor of the nonsense they're spitting out that they know is going to tank. I've got Dr. Duke Pesta. I've got Uncle Miltie. Um, and it's. I think it's kind of shockingly amazing uh, to me that they're willing to do it in the name of political cause.
5: Yeah, I mean, and keep in mind, these directors and these actresses and these actors are pretty brave Mm -hmm. as long as the studio's footing the bill. Notice, take take Elizabeth Banks. She's the feminist actress who directed the really horrible reboot of Charlie's Angels. Even before the movie was released, she was going on the talk show circuit, and she was basically telling everybody who had listened that if you don't like this movie, if you don't, if you're men, if men don't go to this movie, the only reason is because they're misogynists. It it shows you that they all already know on some level, they already know on some level that these movies aren't popular, that no one's going to want to see them. So they're, they're – war- and it's, we heard the same thing about Ghostbusters, right? Mm-hmm. The f- all female Ghostbusters tanked simply because men are pigs. And th- th- it, is, it, it is not an act of empowerment. It's an act of female weakness to make those arguments. You're basically saying, look, we're going to make movies, and men, you go to them without even worrying about if they're any good. And if you don't, we're going to call you bigots. And that doesn't work that way. I mean, it, that's mm-hmm. not liberation. It, it, it's the worst kind of female servitude. Women hectoring men to attend movies just because it's good for them. Right. If you can't get your husband to drink his orange juice and to get to bed at a, a decent hour, are you really going to think you're going to get a guy to spend $20 on some stupid movie? It's not going to happen.
3: Yeah. In fact, uh, we were just talking over the break. There's two guy movies that just you have to see, and I loved, actually. And that was Midway that you mentioned before. And that was a great movie. It was a great movie. And also uh, the Ford movie. And even in the Ford uh, movie, um, where they finally run the race and introduce Ford, um, the story behind that I thought was intriguing. I thought it was good. Anytime I see Matt Damon in a movie, I cringe because Matt Damon is just loves these progressive liberal movies. But I didn't get the sense of politics in this movie, I didn't get the political messaging. And that's why I really liked it. Also, it was just a great movie. To showcase how ridiculous Ford was, um, and how conniving, and also how the, how these these very the, these two guys get together to do something that had never been done before, and it was it was just an awesome I don't know just an ode to, to guys in this movie. There's no way they could ever do it. Well, I'm sure they'll think of a way to do it with females, and I hope they don't because it would ruin it. It would ruin the real well, story. Yeah.
5: And, and, and that's it. The real story was two guys. And the real story of Midway was primarily men. Yeah. And th- what I loved about Midway, and you had some actors that make me, you know, w- uh-huh. wince a little bit. Right. Woody Harrelson, sure. for instance, is a big lib. Um, <laughs> there are others in that movie that, that are bona fide lefties. But nevertheless, the movie was historical. Mm-hmm. And all they had to do to be successful was to make a historically accurate movie. It was absolutely fascinating. This is the battle for the Pacific. This was right. a huge deal at the time because if the... If the Japanese weren't stopped uh, immediately after Pearl Harbor. If they weren't stopped in the in the coming year, then they were going to have it almost a cakewalk. If they, if they were able to take Midway, they would have been able to uh, eventually launch attacks on the West Coast. It could have meant bombs, Japanese bombs, falling on Seattle and Los Angeles and San Francisco. Uh, and so the the what it took to do that after mm-hmm. Pearl Harbor with a hugely decimated American fleet, and what those pilots, those those uh, aircraft carriers. Carrier pilots. What they had to do to even get close enough to bomb those Japanese the, uh, carriers is staggering. The 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 sacrifice of those men, and they're all real men. None of them were millionaires. None of them were college professors or actors. These guys, the guys who fought and won those wars, mm-hmm. were just the roll-up-your-sleeve type American guys. The kind yep. of guys that to this day women really like.
3: I I think so too. You know, Ford Ferrari, Ford versus Ferrari, that won the box office uh, office. Uh, Thirty over thirty-one million over the weekend, and you know what? The, the in fact, they were they, it even exceeded what the analysts said it would do. And nobody, nobody wants to see Charlie's Angels. Nobody wants to see any of these movies because of the political messaging. And when are they going to learn? When are they going to learn that Americans don't want to go? We're going to escape. We're not going. We're, we just want an authentic story. We're not going to get political messaging by Hollywood, <laughs> who doesn't know a darn thing about anything.
5: So no, and look for a long time it's been taboo for men mm-hmm. to hit women on screen. Yeah. I mean, and that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't, we do not tolerate men slapping women around in right. movies anymore or on TV. Uh, but but they don't realize the progressive left. It is utterly unbecoming for women to beat up men. The idea that we're supposed to, that, that men and women are going to take to light from women beating and pounding and, and just roundhouse kicking men all over the place. That's not <laughs> empowerment. It yeah. is because, because it's so it's so fairy tale. Right. Mm-hmm. This idea that you watch movies, you watch TV. Apparently, every woman could beat up every man. And it's not even an issue. Right. Right. That uh, that the, the physical acceptable. strength. And, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All the physical strength and biological differences between men and women. You pretend they don't exist, but we see them. Uh-huh. Right. And it's just after a while, it just it just wears so thin.
3: Yeah. There was an article on intellectual takeout a while ago that got a huge amount of responses, and it was about women abusing men. Mm. abusing men emotionally, physically. And it was interesting that it got so much, uh, you know, um, uh, traction because people really do want to weigh in on that. But men are afraid to bring it up and women don't want to admit it. And so you've got this huge (laughs) glaring problem and uh, and that's acceptable. But of course, men doing anything isn't acceptable, which it's not. But either women should be taken down for that, too. Women should be acknowledged for for doing this as well, but they don't want to be.
5: Yeah. Well, and worse than that, women, women are abusive to men in different ways. There are women who hit – there are women who mm-hmm. badger men and hit them and throw things at them. Right. But w- w- women can be tremendously manipulative. And, and to even talk about that kind of abuse, uh, th- you would never get away with it. Another movie that I would recommend that I saw was the one with Ian McKellen and um, Helen Mirren. Oh, uh, The Good Liar. The or- Good Liar. Okay. Yeah. What a really interesting – now, there is a w- movie – where you had genuine female empowerment but without all of the feminist bells and whistles that made it unbelievable as uh, two smart characters McKellen's character and Mirren's uh, one trying to outdo each other intellectually uh, and and Helen Mirren who play who actually gets the best of McKellen at the end she she never once ceases to be a a full-blooded, independent, smart woman. None of this uh, scapegoating all men, right? Mm -hmm. None of this reducing uh, male and female interactions to caricature. Just smart. Mm -hmm. And that's how you write movies like that.
3: Ah, amen. Yeah, I'm glad you said that. And also the American Music Awards, another award show, Tanks, right? Same thing? Mm -hmm. Well, you know,
5: in the 1990s, the AMA, they were pulling in 35 to 40 million viewers a year on that show. Now they're down to about six in about less than 20 years, 15 years. Oh. And so, again, what happened? You had another woke-tard movie, another uh, woke-tard musical fiasco, right? Mm-hmm. Where you, it was all about climate change and it was all about gender, right? This is all you could talk about. So you, it, the other problem I think you have with, with the music scene is is that it's gotten so superficial and shallow. Uh, I think these, these award shows, including the Oscars, these the award show gets so seriously because there's so little of content anymore that's being turned out in popular culture.
3: Yeah, that's so true. Go yeah, I, I,
4: well, you know, though, since Taylor Swift won the decade award. I'm going to take her political <laughs> views more seriously.
3: Despite all the low ratings <laughs> that they didn't want to include into it. Uh, yeah, they, they sort of missed the whole um, the whole truth about Taylor Swift yeah. and how she turned so liberal so quickly. It was kind of interesting to watch her...
5: Well, Taylor Swift is a Pop-Tart, and she mm-hmm. knows where her bread is buttered. I mean, yes. at some point, it, it, I'm less bothered by Taylor Swift for being a coward than I am for the kind of bullying that goes on in the music industry, right? I mean, mm-hmm. uh, you're and look what they're doing to Kanye, by the way. Yeah. Kanye has much greater claim to be an artist with some intellectual merit, aesthetic merit, certainly more so than Taylor Swift. But now that he's gone full Trump, man, and he's become a Christian, yeah. now they're over... Him, all over him, right? I mean, it's this bullying. It's, the music industry does the same thing that the universities do, same thing that Hollywood does. It bullies you to mm-hmm. adapt your position politically to theirs, and whatever you do after that doesn't matter. Right. I mean, so it's not even about art. It's not even about producing. It's not even about raising money anymore. First and foremost, you have to be with us politically, and it, not until you are will you get any perks from them.
4: Yeah, but Kanye's proving that you can turn on those people and become your own person and still win mm-hmm. because they're not defeating him with all their rhetoric it's true no they're not I mean they're, they're
5: panning everything he does but people keep buying mm-hmm. it yep. I mean and so there's a certain, certain level of and that's the same thing with Hollywood right, right? The, the American people are doing the same thing to these fe- stupid feminist remake movies they're jamming down our throats they're, they're saying no thank you and they're going to go see Midway instead
3: yeah, the um, it's interesting to see who crops up today in the news. I mean, they're even going to, like I said, Rob Schneider, who hasn't been in a movie in years, for comment. Um, and then John Cusack calling out um, MSNBC for more Bernie coverage. I think he thinks we need more socialism in our lives, more Bernie. And uh, and then you've got, um, you've got uh, Sasha um, Baron uh, Cohen, right, calling for big tech to censor hate speech, calling for <laughs> more intrusion in that way. I mean, it's comical to see these people. People speak out and they're getting a lot of this Coverage but there's also people that are Saying these people are full of nonsense and so For, for even for even wanting big Tech to censor hate speech for Pete's Sakes um, well it's
5: amazing For
3: for Borat's hate
5: speech Is anything that's not liberal enough right it's Never the other way um, and, and I'll give you got to give Rob Schreider, Schreider credit though because Schneider because he came out and said He blasted what he called the co- The uh, left-wing lunatics who want to Ban speech that's he true. called the traitorous
3: That's true you're right, you're right
5: he was on the right side of that you're right the one that gets me is is robert de niro mm-hmm. who who killed every time Trump's name comes up he uses a slur right yes he calls him X or Y or Z, as if the American people, even if they don't like Donald Trump, as if the American people, like this is some Hollywood boardroom, right? Where that's cute and kitschy. It's just tedious. I mean, yep. the idea that all he 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 he's like, he behaves like a, a spoiled twelve years old, twelve mm-hmm. year old no. when Trump's name came up. I don't think he's winning over any. It's the it used to be Alex Baldwin who did that.
1: Mm-hmm. Now
5: sure. maybe, yeah. Baldwin's kind of uh, receded a little bit, and I guess so. So uh, I guess De Niro had to take over that stupid mantra, but. <laughs> the idea that you're winning hearts and minds with that. You're not. You're losing people. That's right. Caller,
3: you have about 30 seconds. You're on with Dr. Pest and Uncle Miltie. Go ahead.
5: Okay. Hi, everybody. Happy anniversary, Kate. Hi there. Thank and, you.
0: And um, quickly, first of all, Helen Mirren uh, got her debut in a great movie called The Long Good Friday, mm. where she played a very smart woman who was the power behind
5: the throne, so to speak. Love it. For a crime family. Uh, the other thing is, are you familiar with the concept of a
0: Mary Sue in Ma- movies?
3: Mary Sue?
0: Yeah, Mary Sue is, is um, a woman who has no flaws. It can apply to a man, too, but it started with an actual uh, character hmm. who has no flaws and all kinds of powers that they didn't earn.
6: Interesting.
3: And the last
0: three Star Wars movies were... Uh, that lady, okay. um, I forget her name, but she was a uh, Mary Sue.
3: I'll have to check that and it out. Ruined the movies. Okay, I'll <laughs> bet. Thank you, appreciate that, Mary Sue. I haven't heard of that one for some reason. I don't know why, um, but interesting. And you know what? They're tanking themselves. They're doing it to themselves. All this nonsense. I mean. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't know who's going to speak out next. And I'm glad that Rob Schneider's on the on the other side of that because it's rare. And I don't I don't think we even understand just how rare that actually is to be on the other side. I know. Oh, oops, sorry about that. I know uh, Frazier for years um, has been one of the only conservatives, the, the Kelsey Grammer in Hollywood, speaking out. But that's about it. You don't have a whole lot of people speaking out. Be right back with Dr. Duke Pesta.
0: Sean Lee of Retirement Elevated knows it's never too late or too early to begin those conversations about what you want your retirement
7: to look like. When you start to have those discussions, I mean, I'm 39. Surprisingly, I've been doing this for, I've been an advisor for 18 years now. And even my wife and I have these discussions constantly. Hey, what do we envision retirement looking like? When do we want to retire? We cover all the things that you want to know
0: about retirement planning on Retirement Elevated with Sean Lee, Saturdays from 1230 to 1 on St. George News Radio.
6: Fairly A lot of gifts you could give a loved one this year. Jewelry, the latest phone or gadget, but there won't be a gift quite like this. Something that lasts, a gift that will make a difference in their life. Imagine giving someone the gift of sight with vision correction surgery from the Zion Eye Institute. Gift certificates are available for any amount and right now for the holidays, we're offering 10% off any purchase of a gift certificate. Gift certificates can be redeemed for any vision correction surgery, including LASIK, ICL, or corrective lens surgery. At the Zion Eye Institute, every surgery, is performed by caring and experienced board-certified surgeons, which means no need to drive to Salt Lake or Las Vegas. Plus, with four locations and offices, scheduling an appointment in St. George, Cedar City, and Mesquite is easy. Give the gift of sight this year and call 656-2020. That's 656-2020. Or online at zioneye.com and ask about Zion Eye's 10% off holiday gift of sight certificate for a loved one. Offer cannot be combined with any other offer. Happy holidays from the Zion Eye Institute, Southern Utah premier eye care center. Hey,
0: business owners, 2020 is fast approaching. Now's the time to start thinking about how to get the word out next year. SunTran is offering discounted rates on their ad spaces. Right now, get 30% off bus ads starting as low as $150 per month while the spots last. But hurry, they're filling up quick. Call Susie today for more information. 627-4074. That's 627-4074. Or visit stgbusad.com. Reserve your spot now and get 30% off your ad while they last. The St. George Art Museum needs you. We are seeking volunteers to give tours of the Art Museum to local 4th and 5th grade students. There are no special skills needed, only friendliness and the desire to give back to our youth. Tours begin January, but we need our volunteers in place soon. Please consider being a part of this rewarding experience. Call the St. George Art Museum at 435-627-4525 or stop by in person at 47 East 200 North.
4: This is Greg from the Gold Ore Store. Due to the robbery on September 14th, the Gold Ore Store will be closing November 15th for remodeling. No
1: No worries. worries.
4: Join us on November 29th for the grand reopening, when the shelves will be full of the most amazing, one-of-a-kind gifts and treasures you're looking for this holiday season. The Gold Ore Store, buying and selling gold and silver at the best pricing in town. Guaranteed. 7 North Main in beautiful downtown St. George or thegoldorestore.com.
2: Hi, it's Celise from the Travel Connection, and it's that time of year. It's time to start your holiday shopping, and the Travel Connection is here to help make your shopping simple. Why not start a new holiday tradition this year and give the gift of travel? Imagine the look on your loved one's face Christmas morning when they find travel documents for a fabulous vacation under the tree. Don't wait until the new year. Visit the Travel Connection today or call us at 628-3636. We will help you give your loved ones the world and create memories that last a lifetime.
7: With just a few short treatments in our clinic, you can eliminate erectile dysfunction completely. Call in the next three minutes and we'll give you the initial doctor's exam, assessment, and blood flow ultrasound totally free. That's a $300 value. Call now, 435-922-7000. That's 435-922-7000. If you have erectile dysfunction and you're sick of the pills, call Wasatch Medical Clinic right now for that free assessment. 435-922-7000.
6: Every home is unique to the people living there. At Bedrock Quartz, we pride ourselves and understand that we all want to be different. That's why we carry such a large selection of quartz, granite, and marble countertops in our store with the most beautiful colors you can imagine. At Bedrock Quartz, our pricing is Competitive. The quality is top notch and the service is excellent. For beautiful quartz, granite, or marble countertops that are built to last a lifetime, call Bedrock Quartz today or bedrockquartz.com.
0: Talk lines are open now. Call 888 673 1450.
6: This is the Kate Daly Show. The horse knows the way to carry the sleigh through wide and drifted snow. Over the river and through the woods, oh, how the wind does blow. It stings the toes and bites the nose as over the ground
3: we go. Hi there. Everybody welcome out. back. I know. Old, oldie but goody. Over the river and through mm-hmm. the woods. I used to play that on guitar. Uh, welcome back to the Kate Daly Show. I have Dr. Pesta with me, and I also have Uncle Milty with me. Make sure you get to the website, katedalyradio.com, because uh, they have a product. I have a, I have a picture of a product there called Balance of Nature. Click on that photo. It's about halfway down the homepage, and you'll find Balance of Nature. Make sure you're getting this supplement. In fact, I was talking to somebody last night who actually was asking me, are you really do you really like this product? And I said, oh my gosh, yes. And I was telling this person, you know, I I know people that have been taking this product for years that swear by this product and one that had cancer and never had it come out of remission. And I'm telling you that this is a fantastic supplement that we all need and you can get uh, about a third off by putting in the code Kate when you order. Make sure you're trying this out. It also makes a great gift. If you don't, I mean if you don't know what to get somebody and also what to get somebody. It's balance of nature because it's going to help their health and your immune system going into winter. I did have a comment about Midway before we transition here a little bit. Dr. Peston, I wanted to see what you thought. This was from Mary, a listener. Uh, be sure to know that China was the main funder of Midway. That's why they included the Doolittle Raid to show how the Chinese people were victims of the Japanese and China were the good guys in helping the Doolittle uh, uh, air crew. That's kind of an interesting twist on Midway. Sure.
5: The Rape of Man King is one of the great undertold stories of the war. I mean, yes. the how the Chinese people Thanks, suffered Sammy. at the hands of the Japanese is a staggering thing. And you know what always blows me away. A little segue here before we move forward. You know, we. we when we talk about racism in the world, when we talk about cultures not liking each other, it's always how white people hate other cultures. How the West mm-hmm. hates everybody else. But if you understand the history of Southeast Asia and how the Filipinos view the Japanese and how the Chinese view the Japanese and, and, and just all across that, that entire part of the world, what you and I would, uh, you would cringe, given the way we define racism today, mm-hmm. to watch those cultures genuine hatred for each other. Uh, but no one ever talks about this. We we confine our discussions of racism just to the West. But if you think about the long last hundred years of Southeast Asia and the murdering and the killing and the invading that's going on, it's just staggering.
3: Oh, man. Yes. 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 Let's talk about Thanksgiving. (laughs) You love that segue. Let's talk about Thanksgiving, shall we? Um, The left would love that one. Um, That that segue for sure. But let's talk about socialism, because this is such a great lesson and a great lesson for all of us. And I actually had to correct an assignment for my son, who um, actually is in public school, unfortunately. And this is the kind of messaging that comes through. But they wanted my son to note the great things about sharing amongst the pilgrims. And of course, we had to make sure and note that it wasn't until the free market and capitalism and private uh, ownership came along of land that really be, uh, really grew into what America is. And it's interesting, the public uh, school messages, I abhor them, I cannot wait till this year is over, um, it'll be my last in public school, but you know what, we've got to talk about the pilgrims.
5: Well, it's funny you bring that up because on the one hand, the progressive left, if it talks at all about Thanksgiving, it's all about how the Indians shared with the pilgrims as if the pilgrims showed up at death's door there. They had nothing to offer. Uh, the, 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 that's an acceptable Thanksgiving right. narrative to progressives. And of course, the new narrative, which is we got to get rid of Thanksgiving because it's, a, it's a, a holiday based on oppression and colonialism. But the real story of, of, of Thanksgiving is one that I know you guys know. And I know Rush Limbaugh talks about it, mm-hmm. but uh, far too few Americans. Americans know it. And it's the idea that when the pilgrims got here, they initially set up their their settlement as a kind of commune. It was a kind of it's what proto they knew, commune. right? It was, right. Yeah, they had a big central warehouse, and everybody was to, to do what they did. The people who, who churned butter and the people mm-hmm. who cut down wood and, and the people who sold the clothing would, would bring the labor their labor to this big communal warehouse. And anybody, for any reason, could go in and take whatever they wanted. No charge. If you needed a shirt, go get a shirt. If you needed some wood, you go get some wood. Uh, and, of course, what happened was is that it, in a few months it dawned on them that no one was working anymore. Everybody was just taking and no one was working and so this is this is exactly kind of a 150 years a couple hundred years before you had even began to have marxist ideas the settlement that the 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 pilgrims put together turned out to be a a proto-communist one and it didn't work
4: i don't want to gloss over that point because they didn't stop working because they all became lazy They stopped working because they were tired of seeing the freeloaders get stuff. Mm -hmm.
3: (laughs) That's That's why they stopped. And on the flip side of this, too, had they had their own private ownership from the beginning and then wanted voluntarily to give into a warehouse of, uh, uh, you know, and because this was a voluntary action, that would have been much different than the forced, um, common way that they did this in um, you will have no property ownership, we will share. And this will be forced and mandated. It's much different when a people get to do something voluntarily than it is forced. And that's the big difference in this.
5: Well, let me point out, too, that the the pilgrims did this, obviously, not under the influence of Marx, who wouldn't be born for a couple hundred years. They did it because they thought it was biblical. And whenever you think, mm-hmm. you know, this, this is a great lesson that socialism is not biblical, Amen. that there's no way you can uh, reconcile a so, uh, an atheist, socialist, communi- communi- uh, c- collectivist worldview and Christianity. It, it, w- one of the most alarming things going on in the country today is the degree to which Christianity has been hijacked, hijacked by social justice warriors who believe that actually the Bible or that the st- Christian story is one of communality. It's not. It's one of radical individualism. And let that be a lesson that the pilgrims thought they were doing something biblical by forcing communal living, when in reality, uh, it failed because of the basic I- imperatives of what happens to the individual, uh, the individual made in the image of God, if you collectivize them. And it was a hard lesson for them to learn. And it wasn't until they went back to what we would call an early model free market system mm-hmm. that everybody began to Thrive.
3: yeah in fact it, it killed off they said about half the settlers this approach and, um, and 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 it was forced the land was held in common you did not get a choice on what that was going to be and and it really it does serve as a as a as a really big lesson for all of us you've got a caller so I'll take that caller hi caller welcome to the show go right ahead
0: uh, yes I, I'd like to point something out Kate about the, the this notion of altruism that uh, seems to run through uh, the, the socialist mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm not a Randian and I'm Randian, per se, but the one thing that she had right is that uh, man is basically selfish. He takes care of number mm-hmm. one, and then if he has something left over, he'll he'll give it to, yep. to other people. That was the mistake I think the pilgrims made initially, that you can't, altruism doesn't naturally flow from us. Our mm-hmm. Our instincts are... Taking care of number one, yeah. and and uh, once we do that, that, then 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 we we'll be charitable. But uh, we don't naturally give like, like Christ said you know mm-hmm. we should love others as much as we love ourselves we don't do that that's our problem we love ourselves way too much
3: Yeah. thank you for that thank you thank you I love that point point. Um, and if you really looked at the uh, scriptures um, you know even when, when Christ was teaching he wasn't forcing everybody to come there was no force about it it was always about opportunity to choose the freedom to choose the liberty to choose whether you wanted to hear a message or whether you wanted to give away goods it was always is about choice.
5: Well, Christ was also, his ministry was geared towards individuals, not collectives, right? Yeah, right. I mean, when he healed, he healed people face to face. He put his hands yes. on them. He, 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 he did not collectivize any of this, right? I mean, mm-hmm. he recognized that the value of, I, I tell my students this when we read the gospels, there is no greater defender of the individual in the history of the world than Jesus. Whether you, even if you don't believe he's the son of God, his entire his entire ministry, his deep and profound philosophy from the idea that every individual is made in the image of God, and therefore every individual life is precious. And again, there is no greater love than this, that a man is willing to lay down his life for another. That's the key. Uh, do it, sacrifice for others, not because the, commerce, the commissariat has a gun to your head. Sacrifice for others because it is what if you have been called to do as a Christian. And on a Thanksgiving day, holiday week that we're in now, that's the best thing to remember, right? That co- the, the, co- the social the Kamala Harrises of the world, the Bernie Sanders, they need to learn that charity is not charity when it's compelled, unless Amen. there is radical individual free will behind those charitable acts. It's just sabotage and bank robbery. It's all it is.
4: You know, even in 2 Thessalonians, the apostles say, when we were there with you, we, we showed you that you needed to be willing to work mm-hmm. for what you get. We right. work. You, We yeah. didn't take anything for free. We did that as an example to you, because the one that is unwilling to work should not eat. That's right. How plain can you get? (laughs) And God does help those who
1: help themselves. I mean, the idea
4: that uh, uh,
5: perpetual victimhood was I, I don't find that anywhere from the book of Genesis all the way through the book of Revelations. I don't find that being rewarded anywhere.
3: Oh, it's so true. What a great lesson, um, for all of us. And what a great lesson to teach, even over the Thanksgiving table. Um, if things go that way and they segue into some sort of politics, what a great learning, um, experience that is because in public school, they love to teach the narrative of the pilgrims brought with them this, this ode to their other country and that this is, this was the way it worked and how wonderful they all did without, with totally bypassing the true story about what it did to them. And that, that's disturbing because because our kids are learning that narrative in public school that that this worked <laughs> this yep, didn't and, work
5: and- (laughs) What we're doing is we're building, the progressive left likes to think that we're building social networks and ties Mm -hmm. that will strengthen us, when in reality, all they're doing is they're projecting weakness, right? They're turning weakness and inefficacy. They're turning laziness and apathy. They're turning nihilism and suicide now into choice, which it never was. Uh, You're really uh, deconstructing the ethos and the work ethic of Western culture. That does go ultimately back to the Bible.
3: Yeah. Yeah. In fact, uh, this new climate change narrative, there's some news on that. The U.S. Supreme Court on Monday allowed a prominent climate scientist to pursue a defamation lawsuit against a conservative magazine and a think tank that compared him to a convicted child molester because they they were trying to point out the lies of the graphs he was showing to try and persuade people into this. And what is climate change at the end of this road? It is a compelled and forced tax on globally on every citizen of the world is what climate change will amount to and here we are an even bigger lesson but even a bigger lesson in how they want to convince you that this is necessary Um, that's what's so sad about this the pilgrims were there thinking they were doing this from biblical terms right they thought they were interpreting that right this is a message of how can we compel and force a tax that's bogus and we know it is
5: Well, you know, the funny thing is, is that if we're going to tax in the name of global, the the idea of global climate change, shouldn't we get refunds every time they're wrong? If every time (laughs) they're wrong, they had to pay us, that would end the climate gate gate scam tomorrow. If every time they were wrong, they had to return to us our tax money, they'd be out of business already.
3: Yep. So true. Oh, my gosh. And, you know, this is really at the heart of what we should be talking about in America today, how they have perverted the message and how they're forcing the message down everybody's throats with fakery. And that's the problem is we're getting all this fake news about this and they're trying to to persuade us into this global tax, which is really uh, socialism for the world. But it's never being identified like that in the press ever. And you'll never see it that way ever. That's right sad and sickening to tell you the truth Mm -hmm. so we'll have to see um what happens with this this is going to be something to keep our eye on uh, as far as this case goes don't you think
5: Absolutely. And the fact that they didn't hear it doesn't mean they support it either. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe they, they also may realize, some of those Supreme Court justices, that it is such an important issue that let it wend its way through the courts and then finally get before them. That's the other possibility.
3: Yeah. Can a scientist say whatever they want to say, push push through a graph just because they're scientists and tell everybody it's fact?
5: Well, um, the, the scary thing about it is, is we already know Michael Mann was in, in, in mm-hmm. um, involved in that climate scam, right? right. Uh, East Anglia, the East Anglia a climate scan. We know he was part of that. We know his hockey stick, um, his hockey, his famous hockey stick diagram was in many respects fraudulent and used mm-hmm. faulty information. We know they've lied to us. Right. Uh, the thing that gets me about that is that, like I said a moment ago, there's no consequence for them lying. There's none. Uh, and the more the more they lie and pr- are proven wrong, what do they do? They double down with their lies. Yep.
3: So true. In fact, the f- most ironic uh, post about this today or part about this today is they they likened him to Jerry Sandusky, a a former assistant football coach for Penn, right? That was Mm -hmm. the first case I talked about on the air. It was my first day on the air was talking about Jerry Sandusky case. And this is who they you know, said that. But you know what? When it's deserved, when somebody's fraudulent out there, when they're putting together this kind of stuff um, and trying to convince the world that this is science. I had just watched a movie about evolution where the the two heads, uh, you know, one talking about creation, one talking about evolution, went head to head on a stage. And it was so interesting because the guy kept saying that the one that talked about creation. You can't prove your science just like I can't prove there's a God. Neither one of us can prove that. Stop shoving that down everybody's throat. You you. well, and not, yeah, go ahead. And not only that,
5: but faith actually belongs to religion, which means me not being able to prove my faith is part of what my religion is. Is faith,
3: Exactly. Oh, as opposed that. to science yeah.
5: where there ought to be no trace of faith.
3: Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. Because it is. It's this new religion called science. And they can say whatever they want and say it's a fact. It's not okay. Um, You are a gift. Thank you, Dr. Duke Pesta. I appreciate you.
5: Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. You as well. You as well.
3: And uh, we'll be right back on the Kate Daly Show. So many fantastic headlines to talk about. Wow. By the way, Ollie North joins us the week we come back, uh, week after next. Wow. Ollie Oliver North, be right back on The Kate Daly Show.
0: studied history understands liberty doesn't just happen it requires effort on the part of every generation to understand and live its principles and practices the loving liberty radio network has teamed up with the national center for constitutional studies to bring you the tools you need to better understand and teach the ideas of liberty just go to lovingliberty.net and click on the freedom books button from pocket constitutions to information-packed book bundles all about the founders. The information you need to perpetuate liberty is right at your fingertips. And a generous portion of each sale helps to keep Loving Liberty on the air. Build your library. Build your knowledge. Make the difference you were born to make. Go to LovingLiberty.net and click on the Freedom Books button. That's LovingLiberty.net and click on the Freedom Books button.